Images like these have made national headlines. Police officers inadvertently overdosing on drugs, the ones they're charged with removing from the streets. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson says he hopes his deputies are never. We've got two of them in narcotics right now. They're $8,000 a piece. And um, we got them through FDLE and the SAFE Act. So when they have to test it, this machine is perfect. I mean, they never have to handle the product. They never have to take it out of the bag. And they can examine it, and it'll come up, and it'll tell them exactly what kind of powder is in there. Man, talk about a great piece of equipment that I had not heard about until WAR did this story the other day. True NARC that the uh, Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office has two of them. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson joins us now by phone. He's at the uh, Medical Examiner's Board uh, Commission uh, meeting elsewhere in Orlando, I believe, this morning. Sheriff, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Good morning. So this seems like a not I mean literally a life-saving device. Did you guys just get these recently, these uh True Narc devices? Um we've had them for a few months now and we've used them oh, hundreds of times. They're so good for the officers. I mean, it just gives them peace of mind so they don't have to handle anything that possibly has fentanyl in it, which is a great thing. It seems like the only problem is I wish we had one for everybody. How expensive are they? Eight thousand a piece. Ooh, I still want yeah, them for everybody. Hurts, <laughs> you know, I, or I, I do too. And what we're, we're trying to get two more through the same act. So if we can do that, what I'd like to have is two in narcotics, and then one for uh, the north end of the county, and one for the south end for you know with supervisors, so they can use them if they need them. Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. And I mean the the level of accuracy. I know you mentioned that they're highly accurate, and then you send it off, and it's completely accurate. But man. Just the idea that some unknown powder you can, you know, wave a wand over it and know as opposed to having to touch it, strip it, do whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's fabulous. I love it. Yeah. Um, it, ha- it has over 500 things that it can tell what it is, too. So they actually did some powder the other day, and that was confectionery sugar, and that's what it came back as. Oh, well, good. So it can <laughs> it gives you positives and negatives. That's I mean, of course. And not just like yeah. it's not yeah. drugs, but it tells you what it is. So, oh, that's why. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, you yeah. guys had a, yeah. a big, big incident take place. You had a, um, a guy who I guess has now been arrested for a murder that came in originally as somebody was missing out of Milton, right? Yeah, basically we got a tip, and um, an, uh, I believe it was an anonymous tip about um, a missing person. And um, when we went up to investigate, um, we got enough probable cause for search warrant, searched the individual's home, and we found weapons in the home, and he's a convicted felon. So we originally just arrested him on that. And then later on, um, we discovered a shallow grave, and um, yeah, so he's now arrested on charge of second-degree murder. So the initial... So somebody had called an anonymous trip tip. I'm, I'm assuming Crime Stoppers, and that led you to the person and the weapons, which a felon cannot have. But the grave was a like right. search incident to the other things that were going on. It was because that's how I had been confused about this story. How did somebody know that there was a grave? But yeah. that's something you discovered while on the property. Right. Okay. Right. And I can't go into it too much because it's still ongoing. But yeah, it um, it basically you know, led us to the house and then the house led us to the property. And then of course we discovered the grave. I got you. I know we have cadaver dogs. Was this a case where the dogs were useful or was this a case where just eyesight was enough to discover the grave? 
No, the, the grave was actually discovered by a cadaver dog. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay, so I was right about that suspicion. Okay, yeah. very good. And I know, like you say, you can't say too much, so I want I want to ask you too much more about it. Um, you did also have a, um, I think it was an FHP chase, but it wound up that you guys were involved in the canine apprehension of somebody speeding on I-10. Is that right? Yeah, and this guy was a real idiot. He uh, he actually got on the he started going uh, eastbound in the westbound lanes. Okay. Which is, you know, obviously is pretty problematic. Uh, I believe FHP ended up uh, doing a pit maneuver on him, knocking him into the woods. And uh, once he was in, knocked into the woods, I saw the body cam video. He wouldn't get out of the vehicle. The door was open, so they let the dog loose, and the dog convinced him to get out. <laughs> the dog can be fairly <laughs> persuasive. <laughs> Yes, they can. Yeah, wow. Yep. Pain compliance is a wonderful thing. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, hang on, <laughs> Sheriff, hang on for just a second. Let me get a real quick traffic on the fives here, but I want to come back to you because I want to talk about church safety. Um, Sheriff, I, I did want to ask you, just because obviously this shooting that took place at Lakeland, uh, the campus for the mega yeah. church with Joel Osteen at Texas over the weekend yesterday, my first thought when I heard that is, you know what? It's been schools and big box stores and churches seem to have been the target. And I know you guys do, you know, help with churches and teach them. But uh, what was your thought about this case or just in general about church safety? Yeah, every time you see something like this, you know, it just hurts you. It's, um, it, it was a terrible incident, not only for, you know, the people in the church, but also for the officer who had to kill that lady. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... You know, a lot of people think, well, officers get into it to kill people. Well, no, we don't. We we want to help people. But um, I'll tell you this much, church safety in Santa Rosa County, um, you've heard my press conferences. I, I implore everybody to get a handgun that can legally own one and protect themselves at all times. But we put on classes for all the churches that ask for it. And also we have security details. So off-duty details, we have uh, people or off-duty deputies that will sit at churches across the county every Sunday. Um, they hire them out. And I personally do security for my church. And, um, you know, we have several armed individuals in my church just for this reason. And, I, you know, I I know some people, you know, in, in Christian circles don't love the idea of, you know, guns in church or around a church. Um, I just think these days yeah. it's a you know, it's it's a necessity. And, if you know, maybe you're a small church and you don't have enough resources to hire somebody, but um, small churches particularly because, you know, people are crazy and they don't, they, I mean, they just, they do the evil things that they do. So I really, really recommend that people get with y'all to learn stuff because, I mean, I assume yeah. you would tell them this, that um, situational awareness, thinking about people who come in, I know you want to think of them as an evangelical opportunity, but you got to also think of them as a threat. I mean, that's, both are possible, right? Yeah, and we teach, you know, basically what we teach is one point of entry. You know, back in the day, churches would have five, six different doors you could come in. Mm-hmm. They're all unlocked. Well, now it's one point of entry, and at that entry point, you're going to have at least one person with a handgun, obviously concealed, um, you know, monitoring. And if you see somebody come in and he's never been to the church before and he's carrying a duffel bag or something, and I mean, you watch people like that, um, and you stand near them if they go into the worship uh, center. And it's just a lot of common sense stuff, but and it's unfortunate. And you're right, Christians don't really want people in their churches with guns, but they, I believe they see the necessity of it. I mean, you'd much rather have a good guy with a gun in your church than a bad guy with a gun in your church, and nobody to defend against it. And the old rule is, if you know, if 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 you see something weird, 
say something to somebody who can do something. I was I was at the grocery store over the weekend yeah. and I saw two people come in that you know looked mildly suspicious to me. And one right before, yeah. you know, one went right and went through the food and one went left and went to the line. And I'm like, mm, that's weird. And then, you know, I kind of watched him for a yeah. second and it got weirder. I'm like, all right, I'm telling somebody. So I went and I found a cop that was around because it's a place where there's more often somebody. And I told him just because I didn't want to have something happen and me not have said something. You know what I mean? And it, it didn't yeah, quite it didn't exactly. quite rise to the level of 911. But pay attention, have your eyes open and be helpful, you know, right? Yeah. And you reporting something like that, you're never going to hear a cop say, well, you know, mind your own business or whatever. <laughs> you know, we prefer, even if you think it's something minor, it may be minor to you, but it may be major to somebody else. You don't know. Right. And we get that all the time. People, you know, seeing a crime or seeing something they think's a crime. They, well, I didn't think you, y'all would care. Or, you know, I thought somebody else maybe would report it. And it's like, no, that's why you call. And that's what we're here for. Well, Sheriff, I super appreciate the time this morning. Obviously, I appreciate that you help our churches and everybody to be safer, and even that you take time out of your busy schedule to go down and help uh, oversee the medical examiners of the state of Florida. That's a very important role for you to have uh, at that conference uh, or at the uh, the commission meeting. Sheriff Bob Johnson, Santa Rosa County Sheriff, sir, thank you as always. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you, Andrew.